Stop what you're doing. Stop. Stop right there. Okay. Let's go. You're now tuned into the hottest show on the planet. The Smith Express Show. Yo, yo, yo. What's poppin'? What's poppin'? It's your boy Smith. We here live on the Smith Express Show. Today's been a busy day. Man, interview after interview. Next up, I I got in my mind, I think is an up and coming living legend. Homegirl, KO. How you doing, ma? I'm good. How you doing? I'm fine. I'm fine. So I appreciate that intro. Oh, man. <laughs> your, your work ethic speaks for itself. So let, let's Thank just take you. it back. You know, like, how did you get started with everything? Um, so, I mean, it really started at church. My dad was the music director, um, and he, we discovered I could sing. So he, he kind of needed somebody to help fill the, the time. <laughs> so he would have me come up and sing special songs. And, you know, to him, it was just kind of like something that was, he was kind of just doing to fill out the time. And for me, it was like my moments. So that's kind of how it started. And then my brother, who you know, and that's how you know, I got connected, um, he plays guitar. And we just started playing around different coffee shops. This was in the Midwest um, where I went to high school. We just started playing different coffee shops and open mics. And then, you know, he was like, this this could be a thing. So we started writing songs together, got in the studio. Um, and I was probably about 15, 16. And we started opening for bigger bands um, in, the, in the area, different venues. And, um, you know, just trying our hand at the live performance thing. And we ended up selling out shows and, you know, getting fairly big. So... I decided to go to college uh, in Boston for music specifically, and uh, and I got into the audio engineering major. So my background is actually in audio engineering professionally, um, where I learned how to work a recording studio, where I learned how to use different mics and all that type of stuff. Um, and then from there, I you know tried my hand at producing and writing and. That's kind of how it really started professionally. Um, bands and artists by word of mouth would hire me to produce. And then I did a couple of internships. Um, and then uh, I sang for wedding bands. And I know this is like kind of a lot, but fast forward to now, um, I'm basically a writer for different corporations like Nickelodeon, Mattel. Uh, I've had music placed on shows like Project Runway, 90 Day Fiance, MTV, VH1. BET. Um, that's what I do now on the corporate side, and I'm also a recording artist. So I hope that answers your question. <laughs> that's oh, kind of a lot. Man, that's dope. Man, as, as, especially at such a young age, you uh, you Thank understand you. you you've accomplished a lot. So I mean, how old were you um, when you wrote your first song? Um, fifteen. When I wrote my first song, yeah, I was about fifteen. That's cool. I mean, so like, and what what was your inspiration? Like, you just got the mic, and I mean, just picked up a pen and pad, and just started. Yeah, I, I think we got the demo somewhere from the studio uh, session that we did. It it's kind of a nonsense song, but the melodies were tight, and I, I realized that melody and vocal production was like something that I really live for. So that's actually what I do now, professionally, but. Um, my real, I don't think that I wrote like a real song that I was actually really proud of until I was probably 18. Wow. That, and that's crazy. Now that's what's up. And you, so and you say you, you wrote them for Mattel. That's dope. That, that right there is legendary and iconic, you know? 
Yeah, thank you. I actually sang on a couple of their, so they, they've been rolling out new toys, like Barbies. And uh, they, I guess they do like a YouTube episode for each Barbie that they roll out or if there's a new product. And I actually sang um, a few of the, the commercials and the, the episodes that they put out on YouTube. So kind of like a cool little, you know, moment in history for my career. Wow, yeah, hey, that's dope. That, that that's really dope. So Thank you. Um so right now are you working on an album or an EP of some sort? So, um I released an EP earlier this year. Um I actually went by a different name for a long time. Um and so last year I decided to change my name to Ko, uh which is my real name translated into Vietnamese, which is what I am. Um, and I released new music under that name. So it's kind of been like a foundational thing where I'm rebuilding, um, using the new name. So I just released, so I released a EP in February of this year. I released another single, which actually was cool because it got featured on NPR's Tiny Desk, um, over the summer. And then I released a new, uh, single like 10 days ago and it's doing really well. We're actually going to get some radio, um, some airplay for it at certain stations um, in New York, so I'm pretty excited about that. Wow. That, and once again, that's dope. That, man, that, that, that's dope. So I'm, Thank you. So you've, you've accomplished so much so young. Is there Thank any you. Is there any goals that you haven't yet accomplished that you would like to see come to pass? I mean, I definitely have, like, my list of dream collaborations because I feel like I'm still getting my feet wet in terms of, like, the major music industry out here. Uh, I've done I've done a lot of back-end work for major labels, and um, I actually worked with one of the main guys at iHeart, um, DJ AO, who's over here in L.A. Um, and, you know, so most of my, I guess, dreams or goals in the music industry have to do with collaborations, like collaborating you know with like Ty Dolla Sign, Janae Aiko um I'm really looking forward to collaborations like that on top of the accolades but the accolades aren't why I'm doing it it's just something that's kind of like you know it would it would be nice to have that benchmark moment so um just I guess gaining those and then getting into eventually I would like to get back into acting because I did act for a while too wow Acting, a chef, you sing, you songwrite, man. <laughs> that that's dope. I, I'm kind of ADD. Oh, hey, 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 ADD got you the success story. Hey, hey, there's nothing to be ashamed about. That's dope. Thank you. So, like, I mean, what's the next, though? So, is there anything under the sun that you haven't done? Like, are you planning on getting into acting or modeling? Yeah, so, I mean, I feel like when you're a female artist, you kind of have to be a model, too. Like, that's just how the industry works. Um, So, I actually do model um, on the side. I do, like, product modeling. I've done, um, you know, I've been, like, the extra in music videos. Um, So, I have done that. Um, that's not really like my bread and butter. Um, I, it excites me, but it's not something that I really like doing for money. It's kind of just a fun thing. So the biggest thing that I'm focused on right now actually is, um, finding management. I, I don't have a manager quite yet. I'm, I have a couple people that are advising me like in my career, 
Um, but I'm shopping different managers right now and, you know, more so on the back end of, I guess my artistry is what I'm focused on, like finding new producers to work with and, um, building more of a catalog with myself, you know, getting, landing certain publishing deals and things like that. And the next, you know, year is going to be my biggest focus. Um, and then eventually I really want to, I'm going to go ahead and get on some major tours. That's kind of, you know, one, obviously once COVID is taken care of and and we can actually go outside, um, (laughs) that's kind of like on the next, I guess, docket of things to do. That's dope. So, I I mean, you, you, even though you got so much accolades under your belt, has there any, has there been a time where you ran into someone you looked up to or been kind of starstruck or shot or surprised to, to work with? Um, well, I didn't work with her, but I did meet Billie Eilish and that was really cool. Um, because it was just like her brother was there too. And this was actually before I had heard any of her music really. So I knew who she was, but I was also just kind of like, whoa, this is crazy because I know so many people would have like, you know, they would have fainted or something seeing her in person. Um, but that was really cool. And I, I, you know, look forward to being in the room with her again. I think that that would be a really cool collaboration. Oh yeah, man. So I'm mean, with the interview. Um, let's just talk um, more about the single. You know um, what you got going on. So like, is there a story behind it? Yeah. So um, that song is. It's kind of funny because I worked with people that are not like none of them are in LA and we started in LA and then everybody moved. So that song's kind of funny because, um, we started on it last year and I don't know what the deal is, but with certain singles, there's been a trend of like it taking a year for me to actually put it out because people leave or things just get delayed. Um, you know how it is. And so, um, I started on that song. It was a freestyle really. And then I brought it to my friend Keenan who uh, used to be a pro ball player and then went into music. So we collaborated on it. And then the producer of that song lives in Atlanta. So we were working with like three different time zones. It was like LA and my friend moved to Chicago and then the producers in Atlanta. So it was a lot of like chasing people down, <laughs> like trying to get this wow. thing out. And so now that it's finally out, you know, it, it is, um, it's doing really, really well on Spotify. It's getting a lot of playlisting and it was, it was tough, like trying to get this together during quarantine and, you know, keep in contact with people. It's just been, it's been a lot, um, but it's out now. So I'm really excited because I think people are getting a sense of like what I can do in the hip hop space. Um, it's definitely got more of a hip hop kind of vibe to it um, than my other stuff. So it's, you know, it's out, and I'm relieved. <laughs> man, I, man, this, this year alone has set back so much, if you only knew. Yeah. So it's definitely an honor for you to be able, you know what I'm saying, it's also pretty cool for you to be able to actually release and have it out there. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. It's a blessing for sure. Yeah, because it's like the COVID put a stop to a lot of stuff from outings to yeah. concerts. You know. And it's always the it's always the independent artists that take the biggest hit, you know. Oh uh, yeah, because so much is done on our own, you know. No, mm-hmm. no handouts, no, 
no big push, no machine behind mm-hmm. us. Yeah, how has it been for you, like, trying to keep this, you know, the show going and things like that? How have you pivoted or, I guess, updated your your system or how you work? Like, has that impacted you a lot? I mean, you know what? Like, it, it, it you know, I, I definitely took some bumps. Like, um, one thing that, that that I do is that um, every year I, I go on my parade run. Like to promote anything that I have going on, um, so like me not being able to do parades or uh, my breast cancer walks that I do twice a year, I wasn't able to do that. Oh yeah, I'm sure that was tough. Yeah, um, I mean, but as for the like for the most part, like with the show, the show has really really kept me busy. Um, mm-hmm. I, you know, like um, I'm also an independent book and film publisher. Oh wow. Yeah, I got seven books in stores, schools, libraries, and um, this year, and um, I've I've been able to flood the prisons. Um, so I mean, just like that's been keeping me busy, you know. And plus, you know, I'm raising a little girl; she's eleven. Oh yeah, that'll keep your hands full for yeah. sure. Yeah, um, she's also an author too. Oh yeah, what kind of stuff? Uh, um, with with her, what was crazy with her? Um, her name was Lauren. Um, one day we was watching. Oh, that's my sister's name. Oh, that's dope. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I'm pretty sure she, uh, she's gonna be tuning in. She's gonna hear it. that. That that's dope. Oh. But um. Hey, Lauren. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Oh, what happened was was that how she how she ended up getting the book thing was one day we was watching a movie and I fell um I fell asleep on her. And she woke me up, was like, look, Daddy, I wrote a book just like you. And oh, wow. Yeah, and it, it, you want to know what's crazy? She was um she was six years old when she did it. What? Yeah. You could already, like, read and write? Yeah, oh, my God. And so, so what was crazy, so I typed it up, I sent it to my editors, and then so um, we've been going on book signings and everything together. Yeah. That's amazing. That's so cool. Yeah, thanks. Um, like, you must be really proud. Oh yeah. Um, well, with that, um, I had her do book signings and stuff at her school, and the teachers for show and tell allowed her to read, um, read her book to, um, to the class. Wow, that's yeah. fire. Yeah. <laughs> I love that. Thanks so much. But I, but but your accomplishments though, man. So um you you you've written for Mattel you done stuff for Mattel, Nickelodeon how how was Nickelodeon? Um, they're really fun. They're um, they are very quirky and they invite people to kind of like the difference between them and like you know I don't super compare a lot of different companies because they're just so different, but when it came to working with them and I'm still working with them now on some projects, but they're just very like welcoming to you being out there. They want the wackiness. They want the like silliness. They want you to, you know what I mean? They embrace like the weirdness in music and sometimes how like, you know, out there it can be, especially with, you know, shows like SpongeBob or those types of shows. They, they want things like that. So it was different because like we, I remember the team that I work with, we sent in this idea that we were all laughing about. We were like, there's no way they're going to accept it. And they loved it. So it's, it's been cool because writing for kids 
I think is so much easier than writing for adults because there's just so much more like fun you can put into it and it makes it makes you enjoy the job again if that makes sense like yeah. it, it takes away you know the like the pressure to impress people or to be a certain way or things like that it's just it's really freeing and that's dope cuz you you know Especially like nowadays, a lot of people it's it's kind of like people are kind of ashamed to be themselves, you mm-hmm. know. Like everyone yeah. always wants to be that person or not to be looked at as a different person. Mm-hmm. And, Especially in the music industry, it's like we're surrounded by people all trying to be somebody else or trying to you know hold on to these masks or these you know whatever it is like the the fake perception of what they want you to believe they are. And I think with um, working with children's music because at this point I've done you know songs for Barbie I've done songs for this uh show in Korea that just came out um it's a it's a YouTube show and what I've learned is like you know kids kids are the best critics because they will tell you if they don't like something or what they really think about something and it kind of makes you like not really care so much like what other peers or colleagues say because as we you know get older and things like that we become more jaded and less innocent so we have our own insecurities or whatever it is and i don't know it's just being able to write for kids shows has been really really liberating and a lot of fun oh that's dope so even with the nickelodeon um you um you growing up did you have a favorite nickelodeon show I love SpongeBob. Oh, SpongeBob, SpongeBob is dope, man. But for some reason, though, Nickelodeon is not. You know, I guess it's changed over the time. Like, I, to me, I think all the great shows are no longer existing. Like, I mean, I'm pretty sure it's some up and coming great shows, but like back in the day, Nickelodeon was so was such classic. Oh yeah, uh, we had like Keenan and Kel. We had all that. We yeah. had. You know, the Amanda Bynes show. We had, like, yeah. I loved all that. I loved how all that was kind of like, a, it was basically a kid's SNL. Yeah. Um, and I loved, uh, did you ever watch um, Legends of the Hidden Temple? You know what? I, I've seen bits and pieces, but not actually never really sat down to understand it. Bro, you got to watch that. It's like, I, wa- I read a, a whole article on how they built that show and, like, Oh, it's just so cool. The way they built the set, the voices, things like that. Like, I was addicted to that show. Because it's a game show. So, you know, whenever it was on, it was like Daredevil 2000 or Fun Time Live. You always wanted to watch, like, who won and things like that. But, yeah, I think those were my favorite shows. That's dope. That's really dope. Oh, and I loved Rocket Power, too. Rocket Power was Oh, man, Rocket Power, um... Recess, right? Recess was there. Yeah, Man. Recess was. I, I think yeah, Recess was Nickelodeon. I'm pretty sure. Yeah. Um. I, I know Doug was um Nickelodeon, right? Which one? Doug. Yes, Doug was fire. Uh, hey, um, hey Arnold. Hey, oh my God, I love Hey Arnold. Oh yeah. Hey man, there's so many. Like I can't even choose favorites. Man, I, the, the list definitely goes on and on. Because the Rugrats 2 was Nickelodeon, right? Yeah, Rugrats. Um, I feel like whatever show was on, 
it was like that was the mood I was in. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, because we didn't really have the the choice of the options at the time, like growing up, where we could just hop on Hulu or Netflix or whatever and choose something. It was like you kind of had to watch something when it was on. Yeah, true. Because man, I, I, but uh, they canceled a lot of great shows though. Yeah, they did. I wonder why. I I have no idea. You you, man. Um. One of um one of the things that um that I was able to see, um still still to this day um that my little girl was a fan of was um Blues Clues. Oh yeah, I didn't really watch that one as much because I I was kind of I think I was into my preteen years at that point. Yeah. But my sister watched that one a lot. Yeah, like like my little girl was a fan of it for a while. Yeah, it's it's a good show. Yeah. I like that um, there's a lot of, like, you know, learning about stuff, and they would they would have a lot of education in it. I also watched the... Uh, did you ever watch The Wild Thornberrys? Oh, my... I forgot all about that. Wow. Yeah, that was a fire show. That that, that was really dope. Is, is there any shows that, that you would like to be a part of or write for eventually? That um, you got in a I really want to... Well, more so with, like, my own music. Um... I would like to place music on Euphoria. I think that show is really dope. Um, with uh, Zendaya and Insecure with Issa Rae. That's dope. That's I, I think that and, and that and that'll definitely be a good look for you. Yeah. So I actually um, I placed music on one of the campaigns that Issa Rae did with CoverGirl. Um. It was called a Shade for Shade campaign. It it only aired on YouTube. It didn't air on, on TV because the commercial was too long. But she actually is familiar with my name and my music because she personally chose three of my songs to be in her commercial. So that's kind of like, that was a cool moment. Uh, yeah, and that that's dope. Like, have you ever gotten a chance to work with anybody that you specifically look, looked up to or idolized? Um... Let's see. I feel like I I have, but it's been more so like people that I was I went to school with or that I was friends with, and then you know just kind of looked up to. It wasn't anybody that was like famous, famous. So I'm I'm still getting to that point. Um, but when I when I get there, I'll let you know. Oh, that that that's dope. That's dope. So I mean, I'm not gonna keep you too long, but for those, I I got a quick question. Um, for those that are tuning in, do you have any inspirational words for them that's trying to get in the um, game? People that are, like, trying to be in music? Yes. Then any encouraging just, words? Yeah, I just say, like, stick with it, you know? Stick with it and don't be discouraged if you don't get the recognition you think you deserve because I'm in this 10-plus years and I'm just now getting, I feel like, to the place that I want to be at and... You know, also just know what your intentions are. Like, why are you, why are you doing it, and what's important to you? Because it's easy to to get discouraged if you don't get that recognition you think you deserve. When yeah. you know, at the end of the day, if you have a gift, you have a gift, and it was given to you. So keep that in mind, and just know that if your intentions are pure, you're always going to have success. That's dope. That's really dope. That's really dope. So. I mean, but if you can, um, send me some more, um, some more of your music. Um, I'll definitely love sure. to check you out. 
you know, um, tune in more into you and possibly collab because I'm a music artist as well. Um, okay. Like um, I, I've 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 gotten somewhat success. Like music is cool, but like my heart is more into the book writing, the magazines, the more, you know, like more of the mm-hmm. behind the scene type type of film. Yeah, for sure. I would definitely want to read some of your books, so we're gonna we'll write in some kind of way. Oh uh, yeah, no no doubt. And then you know, me and your brother is like that's like my right hand, man. Yeah, he's my brother's the truth. Man, he helped me. Hey, hey, shout out to him. He helped me so much. It's like any, any questions that I've asked, like he never really shared away from anything. He just let me know right then and there. Yeah, he's. He's always been that way. Like, he hasn't changed, and I'm really honored that he's, you know, my blood. And he really sticks his neck out for the people that he says he will and the people that, you know, even people that didn't deserve his support or his love, he still, you know, he'll still go out of his way for them. So I appreciate who he is, and I'm glad that he connected us. Man, right, because it was like, I was like on my last wet, like my last straw, and it's like something just told me to ask him, like, yo, do you have anybody I can interview for my show? And then he just told me, he, you know, he just t- brought you up and all the great things you've accomplished. And, you know, I was I was shocked. I'm like, yo, you sure she down? And he was like, yeah. <laughs> like, of course. Man. I mean, anybody that he introduces me to, if, if he's introducing you, then, you know, you've got a green light in my book. And if he's your friend, he's my friend, too. That's dope, man. That's dope. That's so dope. I appreciate you having me on. Oh no, no, no problem. Hey, it's an honor for you to be on my show. For uh, sure. For sure. So um, j- j- just shoot me some links. I'm definitely keep in tune with you. Check you out a lot more. Um, and then we j- we just make history from there. Yeah, very much down. All right. All right, talk to and you thank later. Thank you for having me. Oh, no problem. Thanks for coming on. Of course. All right, yeah. I'll talk to you soon. All right, talk to you soon. Yo, dope interview. Shout out to the homie, to KO. Oh, my God. So many accomplishments, such a young age. Somebody that I feel like my little girl well, would definitely love to look up to. She's done so much from from writing for Mattel, Barbie, Nickelodeon, a talented person. The world is, hey, it's her world, you know. We all just living in it. <laughs> Keep up the success. And there you have it, Smith on the Smith Express Show, another dope and legendary interview. Hey, definitely went well. All right, till then. Talk to you guys later. You already know what it is. Let's get it.